player two has joined the game. Hey yo, what's up everybody? Welcome to episode 129 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. As always, I'm your host here, Kevin, along with my brother from my mother show one. How we doing? Better now. You probably say that I'm better now. Better now. Not around. Not around. Let you down. Let you down. Been around. I don't know. No, that's that was the end of it. Just stick to the what's this the good song? Sunflower? Just the good one. Yes. The best part of that was when Miles in the movie is like, I would like I do this. I'm like, oh, that movie is so God, that movie is so perfect. Hey, welcome to the two player co-op podcast. If this is the first time you're seeing or listening to us, this is the weekly show where two brothers get together to talk about the world of video games. If this is the first time you're seeing us or listening to us, make sure you head on over to youtube.com slash two player co-op. Hit the like button on the video if you like what you see. But more importantly, make sure you hit that subscribe button. We're on a quest to try to get up to a thousand subs this year. Thanks, YouTube. Uh, I am wearing a new wing order shirt. Can you see wing wing order order shirt? But if you want to get a shirt for the, from the guys at Two Player Co-op, make sure you go to Sean, hit me with them fingers, teespring.com slash stores. Slash two player co op. Everybody's going to think their video just buffered. Um, <laughs> we also have a Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash two player underscore co op. That just made me feel like I was talking <laughs> in, in buffered language. Buffered language. Uh, we haven't streamed there in a little bit. But again, it's just just follow us over there whenever we go live. It's just notified. goofy, it's stupid just, stuff. Yeah. We'll probably schedule some stuff ahead of time occasionally. And yeah. Other times we'll just pop on. So. Yep, you never know. And like I did when we first started this, I was like, whatever, I'm playing Arkham uh, Asylum. I'm yeah, just going to go ahead and broadcast. I was like, I don't need to like really concentrate on this game. Right. So it's fun. It's all fun. So how you been, sir? Uh, I've been good. Mostly back to normal now. Mm-hmm. Um, no big poop news to share this time. Uh, well, we were going to go for four in a row, man. Poops are good. I guess Poops that's the news. Good. Poops are good. Poops are good. Dumb dumber. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Pills are good. Pills are good. Uh, yeah. You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? I can't do it. it. No. Uh, no. Everything. Uh, everything's good. Haven't been back to the hospital. I did go back to the. When did we podcast last? Uh, last Sunday. So eight days ago. So I have been back to the <laughs> We're doctor. Recording this Monday night. Uh, to get the old vitals and whatnot checked. Everything is a okay. Mostly back to normal. So everything's good. I'm still. I am. Are you still walking so, like Kramer? Uh, not like Kramer, but my knee's still kind of detached. <laughs> my left knee, like when I step with my left foot, it's like I don't have that stability in my knee. Like Ooh. usually when you walk. Like you tore your ACL or something? Well, it's, but it's like, it's forward and back. It's like. Oh, weird. Like, you know, how when you walk, your leg probably never goes like that correct you probably don't really you ever really lock your knee yeah i feel like my left knee basically locks when i walk because it's like when i yeah it's but giving giving, is what i meant well but it's giving but it's giving out inwards yeah (laughs) it's not giving out to where i fall so that's good but something still feels a little weird but nothing hurts anymore so that's good um freaking rhabdo man oh because i went too hard on leg day that's not leg day (laughs) Is the camera? All right, I just freaked out. The camera wasn't plugged in. Um, it's not leg day. Yeah, that's the uh, the medical update. <coughs> Everything's good. Mostly back to normal. 
Can't complain. Poops are good. Not my poops. Baby girls' poops are good. Well, hopefully yours are too. Mine are. If anybody's wondering, mine are good as well. Colin and Greg used to always talk about their poops. Yeah. They, there was one time they went on a PS I Love You. I think they talked about their poops for like 10 minutes straight. <laughs> it was just, just so stupid and so hilarious. I miss those days. Oh, uh, gosh. Uh, my medical update. I have a cold. If you couldn't tell by listening to me, this is getting so old. I had a cold. I had a pony. <laughs> I had a pony. My sister had pony. My brother had pony. We all had pony. So I had a cold. I got over it. These mics. I got over it. Then Jess, after she had some very stressful times in her business that she runs, uh, her body gave out and she got a cold. And now she's gotten over the cold and apparently she gave it back to me. We both have ponies. (laughs) So... At some point, this has got to stop. At least it's not the kids. Although Eliza's nose has been a little bit runny, um, but I'd rather it be me. I'd rather be sick the rest of my life than my kids ever be sick. Yeah. So it is what it is. Um, what else do we have to play? Oh, we didn't. Some people got to see Shazam early. We haven't got to see Shazam yet. You won't get our thoughts here for actually like a week after it comes out because I'm going out of town for a week. But we'll you'll still have an episode that week. We're not going to spoil what the topic is. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but it's at right now 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. That's awesome. So happy for DC fans. I'm so happy for Zachary Levi. Apparently, everybody's saying he was made for this role. Like, he is absolutely perfect. And Has I he just, done anything since, like, Chuck? I don't know. Probably a little bit parts, but, like... I'm sure. He's not done like anything he just disappeared until yeah. this. The thing that I still think is hilarious is that they were projecting, and I don't know if these have changed after all the reviews came out, they were projecting Shazam to open at around 40 million. No. And I said, no, it's going to be 70, 70 or higher. And I think that might even be low, but it's still, it's Shazam. It's not like a Superman or a Batman movie is getting this reception, which would have everybody, it would make 150 million. So it's, I, I get that it's Shazam, but it's like, they've marketed it well. I see commercials all over the place. The reviews are nothing but positive. So I, I think it does 70, 60 to 70, I would that, say that maybe 75 right, yeah. tops. Um, I don't think it'll make like a billion dollars like Aquaman did, which I still mind. It was good, but it was not. I, I just don't understand. But like I said last week, I think it's also just got that appeal of it just seems like a fun, like forget the superhero aspect. It just looks like a fun, like big. Yes, exactly. Like I think it's going to draw in like, yeah, Shazam doesn't have that wide ranging appeal. Yeah. <clears throat> but the people that know Shazam are going to see it. Basically, anybody that likes comic book superhero movies are going to see it. And mm-hmm. I think, I mean, not everybody, but I feel like a lot of people are. And then it's going to drag in more people that wouldn't typically care about that stuff just because I think it looks fun and yeah. funny. And I don't know. I think it's going to do great. I haven't asked dad, but I assume this is one he would like to see too. Just because I can see everything him. you're saying. What I don't like is that that door is open in just such a way to where oh, I'm you just can see looking yourself. right back at myself. Every time I talk to you, I just see my reflection. I'll shut it when you start talking about what you've been playing. Uh, but yeah, Shazam. So speaking, speaking of that, Sean, what have you been playing this week? What have I been playing? Um, oh, actually, so the day it came out, the day I found out about it, I went ahead and just pulled the plug, not pulled the plug, bit the bullet is really what I meant to say, and bought uh, Blaster Master... Zero, two. two. Um, I haven't gotten to play too much of that. I probably played for like an hour or so, but it's it's awesome. I, the first one made my top ten yeah. of that year. I think two, it was two years, years ago, ago. I think yeah. Um, this one, 
it's it's similar enough to where it's awesome already i can tell but different enough to where it doesn't feel like i'm just playing the same game over again yeah um I know exactly, not storyline wise, but I don't care about the story, but just gameplay wise, I already know exactly what to expect. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And it's nothing that I need to just plow through. Like I'll play it when I play it. Um, Mainly what I'm playing right now is Kingdom Hearts. Yep. The original, not the original. Did you get that platinum yet? Kingdom Hearts 1.5 from the story so far. Remix. Whatever. Um, so much fun. Um, I'm to the point now where I can go to the last world, but now I'm trying to go back and do some of the stuff, like bonus stuff, revisit worlds and get stuff that I couldn't get before. Um, I'm to the point where I can fight Sephiroth. I saw that that was a trophy. I was like, oh, I didn't know he was in there. Yeah. I kind of wish I didn't read that. I've beaten him before, <laughs> like back on PS2 days. I mean, it is tough. Yeah. But I've beaten him. Is he kind of like Turtle Rock? Do you have to be like max level to go after him? Uh, you need to be pretty leveled up. It's more like Mike Tyson. Oh, it's like, like you cannot based. afford to make mistakes. And, um, I've beaten him before, but, and this time I went in totally unprepared. Like I couldn't even remember how he fought. I'm just like, I want to see Sephiroth. Let's do this. And he destroyed me. Does he look awesome? Oh, he looks fantastic. Yeah. Um, but I'm almost to the end. I got to look up online and see what other kind of, um, like bonus, not bo- uh, optional stuff there is to do. Because I feel like when I've played through it before, I think the first time I beat it, I kind of just beat it doing the minimal stuff. The mm-hmm. second time I actually went back and um, like I found, you have to find all of the 99 Dalmatian puppies. That's um, awesome. Wait, is Sephiroth the final boss? He's like an optional boss. Okay. He's okay. not storyline okay. at all. Okay. They have like the Coliseum from Hercules. And that's nice. where you have all of like the tournaments of like... Okay. Yeah. Um, and then once you've beaten all the tournaments, he's unlocked as like a bonus boss fight. Um, so I'm working through going back, doing some of that stuff. Probably by the next time we podcast, I will have beaten it. I don't know if I will be done with it, but I'll yeah. probably have. I don't know. I looked up the trophies. I'm not going to platinum this. Basically, everything you sent me in that screenshot, Is other it possible, than. It looks like. Yeah. It's like beat the game on at least easy or whatever, and beat the game on at least normal, and beat the game on proud. So, in theory, if I played it through on Proud, I'd only have to beat it once, but I'm not, which means I'd have to go through and beat it again, and I'm struggling enough with it on this difficulty to yeah. know that I want nothing to do with Proud. Yeah. Um, not that I don't think it'd be like impossible by any means, but it would just take a lot of grinding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not going to want to play through the game again. You'd rather move right on after. to two. Exactly. Two. two. Um, and then not to mention you have to beat it without continuing, which I've died like probably 20, 25 times on normal. Di- like there's literally no chance. I'm not even going to bother looking at the trophies for two because no, I'm sure they're at least it. as yeah. bad. But two I'm looking forward to because I don't know anything about it. I don't know what any of the worlds are. I don't know if there's some. It seems like they've done all of the cool Final Fantasy type cameos already. Which that's what kind of worries me is it almost seems like they did one too well. Like Cloud was in it and Sephiroth and hmm. Squall, even though they call him Leon and Aerith and Yuffie, Yuffie, Yuffie. Um, Chocobo? There's no Chocobos, but there's a weapon called the 
metal steel chocobo or it's some weapon you get hmm. from beating cloud like there's a lot of cool final fantasy you have to fight cloud it. yeah oh he's like a snap. good guy but you fight him in the tournament it's just oh like, okay but yeah it's you like fight Ryu him. and ken fighting yeah you fight cloud and then later on you fight him and squall slash leon like together like handicap match leon kennedy leon <laughs> i don't even know what is it leon uh, well, I don't understand his how real, you're saying Squall and Leon. What, his name, Squall from Final Fantasy VIII, the guy with the revolver sword-looking weapon. You told me. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, his name's Squall Leonhart or something. I don't think it's Lionheart. Maybe it is Lionheart but, or Leonhart. I don't know. But in this game, they Leonardo. call him Leon for some reason. I don't know why. So fighting him with Cloud, that's a lot of fun. Um, but I'm curious to see, too, because I don't know if they... Like, they hit a lot of the big Disney ones in one yeah like aladdin and little mermaid like they hit all these big ones the only one i know off the top of my head there's not a stage so maybe there's a stage for that too you can get simba as a uh, a summon a summon but that's pretty much the only mention of the lion king so i don't know i'm curious to see the only one i know for fact is in two just because it stuck with me from commercials or reading probably not commercials but just yeah Whatever, when I don't know whatever videos and stills I saw of it when it came out, but I know there's a Tron level. Oh, that's the only one I know of off the top of my head that's in this one. Hmm. So, and I've been good about keeping it because I want to be surprised when I get to a new world. I want to be like, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? So, I'm looking forward to two. One, I know it's a great game, but I really just played through it again just because I wanted to start over. I don't want to start it too. Like, I might as well go all the way back. I don't know that I'll at some point I'll probably fire up some of the uh, like GBA titles just to see what they're like, but I don't think I'll ever beat them. But um, maybe by our next podcast, I will have started to maybe, um, but that I'm really looking forward to. And then eventually I'll pick up three. Yeah. So do you think you will go one, two, three, or are you going to need a break? Like I couldn't play uncharted one, two, three, four in a row. Like that's just too much uncharted. I think I'll go right into two. Yeah. But and I'm like 20 hours or so into one. It's longer Does than it I Does it track your time? I was going to yeah. ask if it did. Like okay. right on the save file. Like okay, it says cool. your time right there. Every freaking game should do that. Yeah, I don't developers. know what's so difficult. Um, I plan on basically jumping right into two. I think, I don't know how two would ever be shorter. Like why would it be? So I assume two is going to be a bit longer, a bit more involved. Um, I've heard so maybe after about two hours. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I mean, after unless you two, go crazy grinding everything. Yeah. But like, yeah. yeah. I could see maybe taking a break after two, like between two and three, but as good as, even though I've already played through one a couple times now, like I'm ready to get into two just yeah. because I'm having so much fun with one and I know two is basically one, but better. So between, I'm looking forward to, I don't, as of right now, I don't feel like I need a break. Between you and Nick, you're both making me like, man, damn it. It's so much fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun and it's not. It's it doesn't play like God of War or Horizon, but it's more of a true RPG non turn based. Yeah. Like I don't think of those as RPGs. I mean, they're like action games, and you with role playing elements, right? This is like a true role playing game. You just don't you don't have to take turns. Yeah, like you have your partners, you can switch them out. You buy upgraded weapons, you learn magic spells, you learn new abilities. I mean, a lot of that would apply to God of War and Horizon and whatnot, but I think you'd like it. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. 
Now that being said, I don't know that you need to play one, two, and three. You yeah, may be able to I, get your thing. fix. I still think I might three. just get three. I keep seeing it every. It pops up on sale for like forty five dollars every once in a while. And I'm like, Ooh. yeah. Next time I see that, I might as well just go ahead and pick it up yeah. so I have it. But I don't. Know. I think unless three is just totally different than one and two for that matter. I don't know. I think you would like it. Yeah. But you got enough in your backlog to play through anyway, I guess. I got a lot. I still want to play God of War again. Um, so what have you been playing? Well, you said hopefully you'll beat it this week. By the way, I just th- thought of this. What is your opinion on the phrase roll credit? Roll credit? Roll credits instead of beat a game. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like it just sounds Oh, and I rolled credits on Kingdom right, Hearts. It's it like, just sounds weird. Like that's like a movie thing or But it's also like it's just overly uh slang. Like Yeah. If you die in a game, I wouldn't be like, "Oh, I'm pushing up daisies." Like I just I died. Like you don't need to we don't need to add it. It's just you died. Like that's it. I don't know what this was, but gif that, please. Um I'm not doing it again. <laughs> Uh, I just had to ask about that because it popped in my head. Uh, so this, so is that all you've been playing? Kingdom Hearts and a little bit of Blaster. Kingdom Hearts and Blaster. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, I'm also thinking, like, as I'm talking about the games I'm playing now, I don't know that I'm going to have ten games to play this year. We may have to do a top five this year. Like, there's not that much. But that's what I thought last year. Yeah, and that's then, true. Like four or five games. I mean, that I've I probably had Zelda even games. heard of. Yeah. On January first, ended up on my top ten. So that's true. Good point. Uh, so this past week was the five-year anniversary of Ground Zeroes coming out, and that blew my mind. 2014, yeah. it was right after Casey was born. I remember I ran up to GameStop, picked it up. I think I pre-ordered it from GameStop. Picked it up. I remember Stacy was over hanging out with Jess by the pool. I think Jess was holding Casey, and I was like, I know we've got like a three-year-old, a three-month-day-old kid right now. I need, just give me an hour. I got to play through this. <laughs> And I did, and I so I went back and I played Ground Zeroes, and it's like I said on Twitter, this is still possibly one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. It is gorgeous, and I'm running on a stock PS4. You know, they never did any 4K updates or anything for this, and I don't, I don't have a pro, anyways. But it's like stuff looks better when it's wet. You know what I mean? Yeah. And Ground Zeroes is all wet with just the light. It was more of like. It was a demo for Metal Gear Solid Five and a prologue, but it was also a tech demo of the Fox engine. You know what I mean yeah. when you think about it? And like that opening cutscene where it's following Skullface as he's coming in and the dogs are barking, and I was like, I forgot how amazing this game looks. And just seeing Big Boss walking around and everything is seeing wet. who? He's Big Boss in this. Uh, who? Big Boss. Who? Oh, Big Boss. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, he's not Venom Snake. Um, so I played through it. I probably beat the mission in like 45 minutes. I took my time. I forgot. I used to be able to speed run it, not anything like Wait, wait, wait. Now you've got me wondering. See, I've forgotten so much about the story. You are legitimately big boss in this one? Unless you believe the tinfoil Oh, hats. right. Because then that's... then he Okay. That's then he gets right. It's all coming back to me. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Okay. But So I took my time. Probably beat it in 45, 50 minutes. Um, again, it's so weird... It feels, this is weird to say, but it feels more like more of a Metal Gear game. Because it's not so big and open. Yeah. yeah it's I can like, see that. It's like a, it's like a compound in Metal Gear Solid 3 is what it feels like. Right. 
and it's you, you can't Fulton people. If you could Fulton Chico and Paz, the, the level would be way too easy. So when I don't, I, there was some story thing for why you couldn't Fulton. I can't remember if it was the storm or what it was. They they thought they'd get taken away or something, but I think they just hadn't built it in yet when they released. But they Zeros. did they mention it in that game or they like retcon that in Phantom Pain? I don't remember. Okay. But somehow it, I didn't notice it in this, but I also didn't read. I didn't like listen to everything Kaz was saying and stuff like that. But yeah. I played through it. I beat it, died a couple times. Um, I forgot how much more stressful it is when you don't have D dog with you to like to roof, mark everybody. Roof, yeah. roof. And you have to sh- like you, you feel like you are actually in the base. It's just, it's such a good little game. I mean, I immediately deleted it after I played it. Cause I was just like, I, I, I have not, I don't remember the last time I played ground zeros. Like it's probably yeah. been, right before Phantom Pain came out. I don't know that I've played it since then. I probably, probably. actually, I probably did for a little bit. And it's really? just like, wow, I can't go back to this. I can't Fulton people. But it's just so beautiful and it's so much fun. I cannot believe it's been five years since that came out. That is insane. We're almost four yeah. years from the release of Phantom Pain, which is just great. Like, oh my God, how does time go so fast? But, um, so I beat that. I also beat Modern Warfare Remastered. You beat it? Mm-hmm. Dang. Um, it was fun. It was fun. Like I said last time, it's just an it's playing through an action movie, a summer blockbuster. Yeah. It's fun. Uh, but like I said last time, I definitely never beat this game or played it. Like I said, my memories were completely made up. Um, the ending scene is cool. The way how all these Call of Duty games, they end in something, it's like slow motion and like someone throws you a gun and then you got a point at the bad guy. <laughs> Razor Ramon? Pull the trigger. And then like, I think Modern Warfare 2, the way it ends, I think you throw a knife at the bad guy. I can't remember. Um, because there's really no, there's no boss fights in Call of Duty. It's all just you like, can't. The, you everybody's can't, just a people, <laughs> unless they, you know, unless there's mechs like in Advanced Warfare or Infinite Warfare, and I don't know anything about that. Um, but it was fun. I immediately deleted it because I need that 76 gigs back on my hard drive. I'm not going to play multiplayer, and I don't want any part of that. Um, but it was fun. I'm glad I played it again. I, I did not take a screenshot. Um, <laughs> I'm excited that I think Modern Warfare 2 Remastered is coming out this year. But again, like if it's either bundled in with this year's Call of Duty, which I'm not going to play, then I'm just going to wait for it to come out digital. But then if it comes out digital and it's 40 bucks, I'm going to be like, well, I'm not, maybe it'll be PS Plus like two years from now, you know? Yeah. It'd be fun to play through it again because that's the one that I really remember. But I'm glad I beat it. Yeah. And then The Messenger came out for PS4. This game, I think it's better than I remember it being. Really? I had Chasm ranked above this last year. I think Messenger was four, Chasm was three, and then Spider-Man got a war, obviously. This game, it's better than I remember it. And I don't... It looks exactly the same, plays exactly the same, except it doesn't. It's just... The DualShock 4 is the best controller ever made. Period. I agree. The best D-pad ever made the best feel of the, the the analog sticks, the buttons, everything. It's just perfect. And playing this game with a DualShock 4 seems to make a load of difference. Because I played Messenger on Switch Portable. I played it with my Pro Controller, and then I played it with my 8-Bit Doe Controller. Um, the, the DualShock 4 is better than both of those. And it's not even close. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm just like... I've already played through this, so I'm remembering a lot. I don't remember everything. Like, I don't even remember how the game ends. I don't remember what the final boss is. 
I cannot remember it. I know you got the big devil guy, but I don't think he's the final boss. I can't remember how it ends. If you uh, do, yeah, don't tell I'm me. I'm drawing a blank. Um, it just plays so well. And yes, James Solar, this is game number 77 for me. Um, I've now purchased 77 games on my PlayStation. Uh, just 20 bucks. I tried to get review codes. They didn't listen to me. That's fine. Um, I'll remember that. Uh, whoever you're sabotage. No, you guys are awesome. I can't wait to see what you do next. Um, the trophies actually didn't pop until two days after it came out, which was so So did weird. you platinum it? Not yet. Okay. But I'm well but on your way. But it's easily platinumable? It's not easy. There are some tough stuff, but okay. I'll, I'll go through that. But it's it's fair. Oh, yeah. There's one you said you were yeah, the most so proud of. There's one trophy in this game that took me about an hour and a half to do, and I lost track of how many times I died because sometimes Corbel will tell you, oh, 32 deaths so far, or, yeah. or 32 deaths permitted, Corbel MVP. Prevented, not permitted. Then the <laughs> game would be, I'd be dead forever. Um, I think I died somewhere between 50 to 60 times. On this one trophy? Yes. Wow. Do you remember when you go through, I think it's the catacombs, and you get to this, you go all the way down at the bottom of the map, there's a dark area where you can't see anything. And then it's like, well, I can't do this. You jump back up and you go on your way. Yeah. You get a candle later in the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a trophy for getting through this without the candle. Wow. So what I had to do, and I'm not ashamed to say I looked up a guide, and it doesn't, even having a guide. Was this a gold trophy? I think it was, yeah. I would assume, yeah. Even having a guide, this was like damn near impossible. So you first start, you walk to the left. Now, can you literally not see anything? You can't see anything. Well, there's two things that you can see. So you walk to the left, you fall down, you're supposed to do your grappling hook to get over to the next screen. I died at that probably five times before I found out where the hook was to actually grapple. And I'm reading, fall off, hit the grapple hook to go to the next area. I'm like, okay. So I finally got that. That was like five deaths to start. And then once you figure out where you get the timing right, and then every time I die, it's like, boom, okay, done. You walk over a little bit, then it's like you can't see anything. So you walk over a little bit, and you're jumping, jumping, jumping. You hit a ceiling, and then you can jump up. So you jump up and go to the right, so you grab the, uh, you grab the wall. You then have to, I think you jump off of that without being able to see anything, and you have to hit the grappling hook at the perfect, perfect time. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> the screensaver just went on and scared me. You have to hit this, the grappling hook at the perfect time, and then you have to float over, grab onto this wall, and then you have to jump up the wall. But when you jump up the but wall... But like, so is it literally all black? It's or like, all do you black. see you? You see you. Okay. But you don't see anything else. Okay. You then have to jump off this wall. There's spikes. You have to bounce off those spikes as you get hit, fly over the next area, crawl up, and then you can. there's only two things you can see in this level. The first is there's these two areas where the ground is lit up in like purple light. Um, but no, I don't know what that is. And those are areas where there's an updraft. So you can do your squirrel suit or whatever and you can fly up. You fly up, you coast over, you hit a wall, you go down. And then you just, there's like these falling, uh, what am I saying? Falling walkways or something. But you just hold left, keep running. You're going to land on a thing underneath it and you're going to go where you need to be. Yeah. Then there's another thing where you, you fly up and you land and then you walk over and it drops. But it drops if you go straight down. There's a little area where you can land. Go back over to the thing. So you figure out like how far can I go over on this thing? Oh, then you have to jump and immediately go 
grapple, grapple, land on something, jump immediately, do your squirrel suit, fly over and hit this wall. Then you go up and you walk through the thing and you teleport to the future. And then you have to do, a, I think it was a medium jump, then a long jump, and then immediately jump and then hit the grapple at the right time to fly over here. Once you get, that's where I died 60 times. Once you get through all of that, once you're over to this Now, other, do you have to do this all in one go or like do you get to like the next screen and then if you oh, die no. there, you start there or you're you gotta all the do way the whole. You have to do Ugh. it perfectly one way through. And I was getting so tired and I was like, I should probably stop. This is, this is dumb. I don't need this platinum. Uh, but when you get to this final area, basically all it is, you've got to work your way up through like, like you go down and then you got to, cause there's, I guess there's a bunch of like stalagmites or whatever that fall. So you run out of the way. Stalactites. Tights, whatever. Then you got to go jump up on this wall and then you just grappling hook over the other wall, go up a little bit, grappling hook over, go up, down, up, down, over. And then there's a thing. Remember how you would have like in the tower time, there'd be like a pink crystal you'd hit. And the little thing would zzz, Oh, you, yeah, yeah. You hit a pink crystal. You have to then go all the way back, but there's nowhere you can die. You just have to... You go all the way back. You go down there. You run over to the secret entrance. You go down. Trophy pops. Hour and a half. Like I said, 50 to 60 deaths. And when I finally did, I was just... You just, spent going an hour and a half doing that? Oh, I was going crazy. Oh, I would have been... I would have been done after like 20 minutes. I was, I was this close. But it's like, as soon as I got to that point, I was like, oh, I got through that. Now I see what I'm supposed to do. So I was reading a guy like, this is step one, two, three, four. But then somebody also drew out... Somebody in Microsoft Paint drew a super long map of the area and just basically said, this is you. And they would say, okay, jump like this, grapple hook. And they, they drew out every... It was so cool. It didn't really help. It was more... It was cool that they did it, but it was more reading it, playing through the level, seeing what I had, well, not seeing, figuring out what I had to do and then going from there. But it was the, one of the hardest trophies I've ever gotten. Um, <laughs> the rest of the trophies are pretty fair. Uh, the one tough one is you have to get to the fourth boss and beat her without dying. So that's the Quill Shroom Marsh area where you fight the thing that used to be a messenger, but now it's bad. Uh, it sounds familiar, but I can't picture it. So I did die once on the way there. I immediately hit yeah, PlayStation button. I was like, close application. Don't do Cause I didn't know if you could just, you can't even like really reload a save because all your save points are on a save point. So like when you load your save, you're sitting on one of those, <clears throat> like the doors to the shop. Yeah, yeah. So when you reload, you reload and it saves. So it's like, well, okay, now I'm going to have to start uh, over. So I, I died uh, once. It didn't. Luckily, I was like, well, if I have to just beat the game, do everything else, then go back and do this again, I can do it. It was like probably an hour and a half in. It wasn't that bad. Maybe an hour. Um, I beat the tower time on the first try. The boss there. Do you remember what the boss is there? The robe guys. Oh, uh, yeah. I remember that being so difficult. I beat it on the first try. I was shocked. Really? Um, also, for the platinum, you have to do... There's three times. I only got this twice when I played through it on the Switch, but there's three times when you talk to the shopkeeper that he's like, are you sure? Don't touch the cabinet. Don't touch I'm going to bore you. You can't skip it. He does that three times. I only did it twice on the Switch. The time that I missed was when you get to the point where he tells you to open the cabinet, and that's when you get your cool... Or Is it when you get your hat? No, it's when you get a cloak, and then you become the shopkeeper for like a minute. Right. Yeah. 
you're not supposed to go open the cabinet. If you do, you're screwed. You can't get the trophy. You'd have to play through it again. You have to keep talking to him until he does the story again and whatever. Um, but yeah, it's the rest of the trophies now are exactly what I thought they would be. Capture all the power seals. I got all the upgrades because I did my time shard farming thing that I found out the first time I played it. So I got all the upgrades. Um, one that's probably going to be a little tough is remember how if you get all the power seals, I stopped going for it on the first one because I was like, I don't want a shuriken that does this. Yeah. <clears throat> you have to throw the shuriken and keep it going back and forth without touching you for 15 seconds. That doesn't seem too bad. But I don't know how the, the flight path, I don't know. I, I just don't know how it works. I think it's pretty easy. Yeah. Did you get all the power seals? Yeah. You did get the shuriken? Okay. Well, that I never really used it. Yeah. It's just like, it wasn't, to me, it wasn't worth it. It was more fun just, you know, accomplishing it. Yeah. I never really used okay. it. Can you switch between the regular and that? Do you remember? I feel like the regular one would be better because it's so much. I don't remember. You must range. be able to. Yeah. I think you can. Um, the other things I noticed, again, this game just seems like it just plays better. I don't know. Oh, one other thing I noticed that was different. Remember when you go through the underwater maze and you have to get like a power up that lets you hear the cave. You're when you get close to the cave, you're supposed to go in. The music gets louder. So yeah, you know, yeah. you're going the right yeah. way. It's like the lost woods. Yeah. It still does that. Except now it's even cooler. Now when you get close to it, it sparkles. And I was like, I know that was not in the Switch version. That must have been something that they patched in because it was not like that when we played it. When we played it, I know I had to just listen because there was I would have noticed something big yeah. sparkly on screen telling me to go that way. Um, the dragon chase sections up in the clouds, I, I didn't die. I died once out of all three of them. I remember wanting to throw my controller with the Switch. When he's, I don't remember them being difficult. It's just like if you jump, if you if like you can go up or go down, and then you make the wrong choice. If you like land on a wall because you jump wrong, you're screwed. I died at that a bunch in the first time. I didn't die hmm. at it all this time. Remember how I complained and you said I was crazy? The lava section where the lava's going up, yeah. and I had so much trouble with that I didn't die at all, and I, I beat say, it with like time to spare. So that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, and then the cloud ruins section when you're in the past, where it's like all like dark and stormy and there's all those crazy platforms, like there's nothing and you have to jump from like those lady ghost things. I, I only died one time at that section and all the others were super easy. I didn't die at them at all. I'm like, why didn't I play like this the first time? Yeah, that's weird. I don't get it. So maybe, maybe it is it's just, just the, the controller. controller. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know, but this will be, I, I love this game. This will be my 30th platinum. Um, I was going to possibly think about starting The Witcher, and then I bought this, and I was like, well, The Witcher can wait. Um, but this will be my 30th Platinum. Do you want to know why this will be my 30th Platinum, Sean? Why? Because <clears throat> I played another game this week. Okay. And that game is a masterpiece called Story of Boy. <laughs> okay. So Story of Boy was on sale for $3.59, and I was like, once I looked at the Messenger trophies, I was like, I can do this. I can Platinum this. I think it'll be number 30. Oh, I've only got 28. All right, let me buy a cheap game that's got an easy platinum. So I platinum Story of Boy in 22 minutes. So is that number 78? Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's 78. <laughs> we need to keep a running tally on this. 78 games now. God. So that's 78. Um, it's a stupid game. It's pretty, but all you do is walk right. It's like the story of this boy who grew up, grew, grew, grew up on this beach. He saves these three baby pelicans. Um, cause they were going to get eaten by, I don't know, a turtle. I don't know what the hell they were going to get eaten. By. <laughs> I 
these three baby pelicans. He saves them. He, one of them like kind of becomes its pet, always comes to see him and stuff. Its name is Mortimer, Mr. Squiggle. It's something like that. It is something like a Butler kind of a name or something. (laughs) And there's, you just walk from left to right and there'll be a big circle that pops up. You can't miss it. It's like a mini game, like draw in the sand. No, Mr. Squiggles likes it when you draw the sand. Throw a ball for Mistle Squiggers. Mr. Squiggles. Mistle Squigger. Throw Mr. Squiggles some some fish to make him eat and stuff. And and it's fine. It's just you play through all these. It's like I said, 22-minute platinum. How, then I got to the end. I'm not even barely paying attention to this game. I'm listening to a podcast as I'm seeing the words come up on the screen about Mr. Manfred or whatever his name is. <laughs> and then you get to the end... And he like rescues this this ship. He brought a rope out there all the way out to this ship in this storm that was like capsized and everybody's going to die. And they pulled him in. And then the next scene, I don't know why I turned that screen thing around. That's really going to freak me out. I don't like that. <laughs> Raymond. Um, okay. The next scene is, I don't know how, I don't remember how it happened, but like, because they live by the sea. There's this guy that would hunt ducks there or something, which I don't think you really hunt ducks next to an ocean. But I, I don't I hunt, so, so I don't know. So Mr. Manfred would always come around and go like, squaw, 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 or whatever a pelican noise makes. I don't know. Will you change his name from Mr. Squiggles to Mr. Manfred? Yeah, Manfred's the name of the dragon in Messengers. What's making <laughs> me think of that? And so he would always scare the ducks away to piss off this hunter. Well, now the hunter is pissed. So how does this game end? The hunter becomes the hunted. The hunter kills the pelican. That's how the game ends? Well, he goes, bam, screen goes black. And then you see, I got to, I'll bring this up here. Then you see Mr. Manfred or whatever is like in pelican heaven. And it's like the the boys all sad. It's like, what the hell? I wasn't expecting this. This is horrible. Sounds terrible. Why would you do this? So I got my 29th platinum. I almost cried. But, uh, yeah, I'll get to Witcher three at some point. Again, I don't know what the next game is that I'm going to buy. I don't know what'll be number 79 at this point. Cause I'm not too interested in the big releases coming up, but yeah. Uh, real quick. Can you do a uh, hotspot thing? Uh, no, it should uh, be there. I got disconnected. Um, I gotta go here. Sausage is getting made folks. There you go. Um, so Sean, we are chock full of news this week, like chock full of nuts coffee. By the way, That's what's a the weird, hell? <laughs> it's not chock full of nuts. It's chock, it's chock full, full of, of beans? coffee beans. Stupid. Stupid coffee. I think it tastes like crap anyways. All right. You want to get the news of the week is what I'm trying to say. I feel like when I see chock full of nuts, I picture an empty can or a can full Correct. of something that is not coffee. Because like it's full of like dump it out. coins or it's the aluminum yeah, yellow with like the yeah. I don't think I've ever seen one that actually had coffee beans. Where do they come up with a name chock full of nuts? I don't know. Terrible name. Dead bug. Well, he might be alive. Now he's on me. <laughs> Sean. Yes. The future is here. Google Stadia was announced this past week, and I got a lot to read. Ready? Ready. So Game Informer actually did a good job kind of just summarizing everything about Stadia. And then I have a funny thing that we're also going to discuss after it. How powerful is Google Stadia? The Google Data Center network 
Powering Stadia covers 19 regions, 58 zones, and 200-plus countries and territories, bringing 4K 60 frames per second games to 2 billion people via any device using the Chrome browser. I mean, technically, sure. This includes desktops, laptops, phones, tablets, and televisions. This means players can bring games like Assassin's Creed Odyssey anywhere they take their devices and pick up right where they left off. Not if you have an iOS device, you have to have an Android. That was me. The Tech Blades powering the Stadia experience. By the way, worst freaking name ever. We can get to that. This name sucks. Yeah, I don't like it. Tech Blades powering the Stadia experience in these data centers are formidable. While the PS4 runs at 4.2 GPU teraflops and the Xbox One X at 6.0 teraflops, Stadia runs at 10.7 GPU teraflops. It also supports Unreal Engine 4 and Unity. It's Marty Stratton said Doom Eternal already runs on Stadia at 4K with HDR at 60 frames per second. In the future, the service will support 8K resolutions and 120 frames per second. Why don't you all just just walk before you run instead of talking about 8K and 120 frames per second? The Stadia controller. The Stadia service works with existing USB controllers or mouse and keyboard. Google also designed its own matte white controller, which connects through Wi-Fi directly to the game that is running in the Google data center to ensure the highest possible performance. The Stadia controller features two new buttons. The capture button is for sharing your play with 4K resolution at 60 frames per second. And the Google Assistant button allows players to access the controller's built-in microphone to get help when they're stuck directly from the AI assistant, which can immediately pull up a walkthrough or offer advice. This all sounds great on paper. Yes. That's what else I swear. How does Stadia integrate with YouTube? The Stadia technology connects directly into YouTube, allowing players watching a game stream to click a play now button and be playing within five seconds. The crowd play feature allows content creators to stream directly through Stadia and even drop viewers right into their multiplayer session or queue them up for the next match. Using state share, developers and streamers can share game states that drop players directly into a moment or challenge for any game on the platform. Developers and creators can build as many shareable moments as they want. Q Games founder Dylan Cuthbert delivered, developed an entire game around this technology that will be revealed later this year. What about cross-platform play? Google VP Phil Harrison, formerly of Xbox, says Stadia supports cross-platform play and can migrate saves from pre-existing platforms. However, he did not reveal which consoles or services are supported. I call complete BS on that. Yeah. Complete BS. There's no way this thing is going to be... Whatever. What games can I play on Stadia? Hundreds of publishers and studios are currently migrating games to Stadia. Bethesda, Ubisoft, Take-Two, Q Games, and Tequila Works all participated in the presentation. Does Stadia have exclusive games? Google hasn't revealed any, oh, they wrote Playform exclusives, but the newly found Stadia Games and Entertainment Division headed by former EA and Ubisoft exec Jay Raymond is committed to creating games specifically for the platform. When does it launch? The service launches later in 2019, first in the U.S., Canada, U.K., and parts of Europe. How much does it cost? We don't know. We expect details to be revealed this summer, but sources say this is a Netflix-like subscription service and not a regular marketplace like Steam. Sean, one question you and I always ask whenever teraflops are brought up what is, is what a flop. Let me tell you. This comes from IGN. Google is boasting 10.7 teraflops of performance, or as they put it, more than PS4 Pro and Xbox One X combined. But what does that actually mean? FLOPS is an acronym that stands for Future Level of Play. Seconds. (laughs) Floating point operations per second. 
Without getting too technical, floating point operations are the type of complex calculations your computer needs to perform when, say, drawing polygons on your screen. The more of those floating point calculations it can do in a second, the more complex graphics it can produce. As you'd expect, more flops are better, really. And since we're talking teraflops, that means these machines can do trillions of floating point operations in one second. I don't even, I can't even fathom that. 10.7 teraflops seems like an awfully large number, and it is, but it doesn't really tell us the whole story, especially when compared with the other gaming machines. For reference, the PlayStation 4 Pro cranks out 4.14 teraflops, and the Xbox One X clocks in around 6 teraflops. While their predecessors, like the PlayStation 4 and Xbox One slash Xbox One S, did less than 2. NVIDIA's GTX 1080 does around 8.9 teraflops, provided it has adequate cooling. But those comparisons aren't exactly apples to apples. An off-the-shelf GPU like the GTX 1080 isn't necessarily going to be as efficient as a Windows PC as a custom GPU would be in a single-person machine designed for gaming. We just don't know how we just don't know enough about Google's custom hardware or software to make a clear comparison between the gaming hardware you buy today. The best comparison is always going to require actually playing the games and comparing their graphical fidelity and frame rate on each platform, and we'll have to wait until Stadia launches to get those numbers. So while 10.7 teraflops is certainly impressive, don't put too much stock in these numbers. Playing a game on Stadia isn't going to look twice as good as it would on a PS4 Pro, but we can glean that it'll probably look and perform better, probably somewhere in the ballpark of high-end gaming PC, much like other similar streaming services, and that's a pretty exciting prospect, provided Google can keep latency as low as they promise. When it comes to streaming, the speed and reliability of your internet connection is far more likely to be a bottleneck than whatever hardware is on the other end. Thank you. Otherwise, it doesn't matter how many teraflops you have at your disposal, that video will be compressed into a sad, blocky stream on your TV. That was a lot of talking by me. Um, it, and also it came out after those articles were posted that Google said in interviews to get 1080p 60 frames per second with Stadia, you have to have a consistent 25 megabit per second data connection. They're saying 4K, you need 30 megabits per second. That seems not horrible. Yeah, doable. Um, what are your thoughts? Is I, it's the it's like what you said. In in theory, it sounds like a fantastic idea, but I don't know that we're there yet on a grand enough scale. Like, think of when we were trying to play the pie when you first set it up, and we couldn't play Mario Brothers, Super Mario Brothers. Because there was lag between like, like, could you imagine trying to do like Fortnite with the slightest bit of like lag between? So like, it it's not going to work. You should hear the boys now because now there's an option in Fortnite where you can turn on, you can display what your ping is, and when they start seeing their ping get above like a hundred or 150, they're like, "What the hell? I'm lagging! Freaking ping!" I'm like, "You guys are such dorks. How do you even know this stuff?" Like. I, I can't see this ever working for multiplayer. I think this is a yeah. single player only thing. Um, but keep going. Well, I mean, that's pretty much it. I think it's if the support is there for the titles, okay. And the stuff you can do with it, like the examples they give about streaming video and having somebody be able to just be like, oh, I want to play. And then they're instantly there. And like the sharing of the save states for like challenges, like it all sounds good. Great, but I'll believe it when I see it, I guess. Yeah. Is what it comes down to. 
the, the one thing out of all of this that I picked up on that I think is the coolest is the controller. Like the controller is not connecting. So it's connected just via Wi-Fi. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So you, if you want to play on your TV, you have to have a Chromecast. I think you have to have a Chromecast Ultra, but I might be wrong about that. But yeah, the controller does not connect to the Chromecast via Bluetooth. It connects directly to the internet, which connects directly to the backend servers that all these teraflops are running on. Yeah. That when I heard that, I was like, Ooh, it was like the like like how yeah. does that even? I don't understand. Like I don't know how how does that even happen? Uh, it seems so cool. I think that will probably help with the latency, but like. A lot of people have said this is just a weird, this was a weird presentation. Like, it was weird. It made sense in a way to do it at GDC, but this felt like it should have been more of an E3 thing. Like, you were talking more to developers, and you didn't talk about any of the stuff that people want to know, like right. price. Like, yeah. people keep talking about Netflix, and maybe it'll just be like 10, 15 bucks a month. There's no way in bloody hell it's going to be 10 bucks a month. Nah. Google is in this to make money. Let's not forget that. I wouldn't be surprised if it's 20 bucks a month and you still have to buy the games. Like what if this, if since this is all streaming, mm. are you going to own any of the games that you play or is it Netflix? Yeah. I just don't, I don't get it. Yeah. There's a lot of questions that we just don't have the answers to right now, but in theory, everything they've said sounds great but that's a long ways away from this actually being done in reality. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> my skepticism around this isn't directed at Google. It's directed at the internet. <laughs> like, exactly. Yeah. Like you hear horror stories of people that live in rural areas that they still, uh, like if they want to download, like uh, Sam Claiborne, IGN joked, he lives in, I think, Kansas. He went back home and he joked that he was trying to download Red Dead 2 on an Xbox in Kansas and it was going to take two weeks to download. <laughs> and he was just being a little facetious, but not really. Like, I, It feels like this is the future. Like, Obviously, we're not going to be playing on consoles forever. Eventually, right. once they get rid of all latency and everything, we're gonna have, you're going to be able to just get a PlayStation app on your Apple TV or or on your, t, on your Sony TV. It'll just have the PlayStation bundled in and you'll just click the app. You'll see whatever games you bought on their service or if it's streaming or whatever, you'll, we'll all play through that. But it just seems like this is like four or five years too early. Exactly. The, it's almost like a, trying to think of what to compare it to. Um, it's almost like, to some extent, it's almost like, this is the virtual boy to wherever we actually end up with this kind of technology in about five years or so's PSVR or Oculus or what have you. Like it's a good idea, but I think they're ahead of their time. I don't think we're anywhere yeah. near the, the right infrastructure for it yet. No, there's no way. Like even my internet, sometimes I check my speeds and I've got good internet. There's sometimes cause it's Xfinity and it's all shared internet with people in your neighborhood and stuff. There's times I go in there like, man, the internet's low. Let me do a speed check.net or speed test.net. Oh, 9.87 down. Like, yeah. Okay. So now I'm playing Google Stadia games at 480p or something like 
it's interesting. If I had a Chromecast, I might think about wanting to get a controller depending on how much it costs just to try it out and stuff. But like, is this going to, will this make you not get a PS5? No. Or an Xbox two or whatever? No. No, like I, I think this is a, this is a cool thing that is a glimpse at the future. And we're going to learn more about the future. I think at E3 when Xbox talks about project Scarlet, the rumors they're making two SKUs. One's going to be a super powerful Xbox two and the other is going to be a super cheap streaming one that just does everything in the cloud just to get people in the door. So I definitely think it is the future. And one thing I will say, I think Sony is way, way, way behind both Google and Microsoft. They don't have yeah. the, they they don't have the back end. They don't have Microsoft Azure. They don't have Google and all they do. The other thing, Google, you know how many things Google has abandoned in the past? Like I think if this thing doesn't work out, they're gonna be like, Well, no, okay. sorry. Sorry that you pay thirty yeah. bucks a month, you can't play the games anymore. They're, we shut the servers down, they're done. Right. Like Google Hangouts are now done on YouTube. Uh, 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 Google Plus. Remember when that was a big social network? Google Glass. Google Glass. <laughs> what did that ever even come out? No other idea. than a test, the they they tried to move everybody from the Gmail app to the Inbox app. That thing sucked, and they dropped that like a bad habit I don't too. Even remember that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, are we going to even remember Stadia in three or four years? I just think, I just don't know that I trust them. You yeah. Know? Um, if, if this falls on its face, I don't know that they're going to be there to support it. I mean, Google is all about making money and there's nothing wrong with that. Right. But if they're not making money off it, I don't know why they would keep supporting it. So, yeah, I don't know. I think it's definitely in the future, but I think the future came too early. Next up, Nintendo had a Nindy's highlight direct this past week. I'm just going to touch on the highlights. For, I don't know why I said an Indies highlight. That's what I wrote down here as my note. <laughs> they didn't call it an Indies highlight. It was just an Indies presentation. The biggest one, Sean Cuphead, is coming to the Switch April 18th. I am so excited for this game to completely kick my ass. I can't wait for this. This is going to be fun. We will have Let's Plays galore of this bad boy. You better believe it. Um, did you see Ernie and Nick going back and forth? Yeah. Now that Ernie is scared of this game, now I am just deathly afraid of this it game. It seems like the kind of game and I don't know us playing co-op is that going to make it even harder, you know? Right. Well, it almost seems like you would think I would have learned my lesson from Yep. Shh, no. Uh Bloodborne. No. Well, yeah, but what's the other Hollow Knight? Oh. Uh, well, how everybody talks about how hard that game is. And I look at it, I'm like, "But well, this is cute little game. Like how can it really be that?" And that's what I think of looking at this. I'm like, "Oh, it's like Steamboat Willie. What's what's scary about that? How hard can this be?" And I know I I I will find out exactly how hard it is, mm-hmm. but going into it, I'm stupidly like it can't be that bad. And I know it is. I I'm sure it is, but like going into it, I'm like, yeah, it's probably not. This will be so fine. we'll see. I'm so excited to play it. Um, <clears throat> I mean, my kids have an Xbox. I could have played it any time now. The one thing I thought was interesting, I was listening to the Gamescast today. Tim uh, Geddes played it at GDC, and he said one thing that was really weird to him is the Switch version looks better than the Xbox version. He said it's something about the, something with the colors compared to if you put an Xbox screen and you and, and you put a Switch screen, for some reason, he said the colors just pop more on the Switch, which is so weird to me one thing i don't know too much about the game it doesn't seem like the kind of game that it would have you know would suffer too much for it but the only thing i would kind of worry about is that it would suffer the way that i feel 
Celeste did. Like, I hope it doesn't have such precise controls hmm. to where when you're trying to use the D-pad that it's like, like Celeste, there were so many times I just wanted to go this way and she would go up and right. I'm like, no, I'm holding right. I'm not holding up and right. I'm holding right. And she'd go off like yeah. that and it drove me nuts. Hopefully there's nothing like that. Like, I wish this was on PS4, but like, I know I'm going to get it on the switch because it seems like a perfect switch game. Yeah. I just hope there's no issues with the, the D pad on the, yeah. On the I don't think controller. so. Cause the, the, what I've seen of it is it's more, it's Contra meets steamboat Willie, except you play as a cup with, for, <laughs> with as a, a person has a cup for a head. Right. Like it's very, it's run and gun with, these patterns you have to learn with the bosses, like you will die over and over again, but each time you die, you'll get a little, and when you die, it shows you like, like a map of how in the boss fight, like if you were like 50% there or 60% there or something like it, it's just like, so, Oh, you were so close. Oh, you didn't get there. Yeah. So it just, it, you learn the patterns and all this other stuff. So I don't think it's going to be like Celeste with those pixel perfect jumps that you had to make. I don't okay. think it's like that. Do we know when it comes out? April 18th. Very soon. Oh yeah. Sooner. Than now see if that came out before I went on my trip, I'd be like, well, what the hell? I'm just gonna play this on the trip. But it's now, is this a full like? Is this like twenty bucks? That's it. Mm-hmm. Oh, I figured it'd be like thirty or forty. Now, what I don't remember is if they're doing a physical release for it or if it's just download. It's probably download only. I don't know. I'd have to check. I would that. imagine. Yeah. Hit the comment section. And let me know if you know. But I don't remember. Uh, the next highlight: Blaster Master Zero Two is out now. We talked about that already. Uh, Stranger Thing. Stain. Strain. I talk too much. Stranger Things 3, the game, is out July 4th when the new season comes out. Seems cool. This is like, it's like a 16-bit, like a top-down isometric kind of game. I don't know. It looks kind of cool. The one that caught me by surprise, though, is Cadence of Hyrule, Crypt of the Necrodancer, is out this spring. We are getting, Sean, two top-down Zelda games this year. What a time to be alive. So do you understand this game? Because I tweeted Zach Ryan. who's like, just play Crypt of the De- Necrodancer. You'll get it. I was like, well. I don't really understand it. So it's it's a top-down Zelda with this great soundtrack. And you move. You don't, like, see a grid on the screen. But you can move, like, one block at a time. And then the enemies can move. And you move. But it's not, like, turn-based or anything. It's, right. like, very fast-paced and everything. And you can play as Link. This is a Zelda game. Um, made by an independent studio. But the way I understand it is you move, boom, boom, boom. It's almost like, a, it's like a rhythm game combined with yeah. a top-down Zelda. And if you're attacking with the music, it like you get more, your your swords and your arrows and stuff do more damage and stuff. Okay. It, it seems really cool. I assume it'll be a $20 game or something. I'm, I, It's a top-down Zelda, so I have to get it. Um, I'm still way more excited for Link's oh, yeah, Awakening, yeah, yeah. trust me. But this just came out of nowhere, and I was like, okay, yeah, I can I can definitely at least try this out. Um, so I'm excited for it. But those are all the highlights I had. There was a lot of stuff on there I didn't really care about. There's like a Katana X game or something that's like a side-scrolling ninja game that you, every time you, it's almost like reminds me of Dead Cells or something mixed with the messenger, but I, I don't really understand it. Yeah, the one that jumps out to me, obviously, the most is the Zelda thing. But like you said, even so, I'm still way, way, way more looking forward to uh, Link to the Past. Uh, whatever you call it. Link's <sighs> Awakening. Remake that, too. Just what the hell. Yeah, that, too. I mean, I know you already made Link Between Worlds, but it's not a real remake. 
Speaking of Nintendo, Sean, another report came out just today, so it's a good thing we waited a day to record. Apparently, we are getting two new Switches this summer. Mm-hmm. Nintendo, this comes from IGN, Nintendo is allegedly planning to launch two new versions of the Switch console potentially as early as this summer. A report by the Wall Street Journal, which can be read in full on Reddit, claims that Nintendo has an enhanced variant of the Switch in development, bolstered with features, quote, targeted at avid video gamers, end quote. This will be joined by a cheaper option of the console for casual gamers with the intent of it acting as a successor to the 3DS. The enhanced version reportedly won't be as powerful as the PS4 Pro or the Xbox One X, which is unsurprising considering Nintendo's history of hardware choices. The more casual-focused console will drop functions from the standard Switch, such as controller variation, in order to cut costs. Or variation, vibration. How did I screw that up? <laughs> the company judged the new quote. The company judged the new Switch models won't need the vibration feature because there wouldn't be many games released using the full benefit of it. Claims one of the Wall Street Journal sources. The story cites unnamed part suppliers and software developers as sources, stating that the developers have access to a prototype. Period. I don't know why I said that. <laughs> a prototype. It also notes that Nintendo has declined to offer comment. Yeah, no kidding. These unnamed sources point to a summer release date, with the story suggesting an announcement at E3 in June, followed by a retail release a few months later. The consoles will allegedly have new designs, rather than being just higher or lower performance hardware housed in similar looking cases. Refreshed consoles are not an oddity in the world of games, while Sony and Microsoft, blah, 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 blah. We'll see what happens. Uh, this thing's barely been out for two years. Yeah. March of 17. Um, by the way, I consider both of us, what do they call it? Um, avid gamers, avid video gamers. I So I have to buy another Switch to get whatever these features are. I don't even know. Usually when the Wall Street Journal is reporting on something, it's pretty legit. Right. And we've heard rumors about this ever since, you know, at least probably two months ago or something, we started hearing about this stuff. So I assume it's coming, but I'm kind of pissed. I don't think it's... I don't know. I can't imagine when it comes out that it'll be anything that either of us are going to be like, oh, come on. Like, I think it'll be like, that's kind of cool, but like... I don't see it being anything that I care about personally. The weird thing is that it seems like it's not going to be something that you or I could buy and just hook our Joy-Con onto. Like they're right. talking about like redesign, brand new design, brand new look. I'm sure it'll have a bigger screen, longer battery life. I don't think the screen will be 1080p. You don't need a screen that small to be 1080p. Um, but I just don't know. Like maybe it gets a good D-pad. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, Two working Joy-Cons. Yeah, imagine That'd be that. nice. Don't put your hand in front of it. It won't work. So I don't know. It's just we knew Nintendo would do this. It just seems like two years is really soon, I guess, is what gets me. Like, it seems like yeah. th- this. Th- it, just, it just came out. Like, I don't remember when they did. I probably should have researched this. But I don't remember when the 3DS came out and then the new 3DS came out and then the new 3DS XL. I feel like they were coming out with the new 3DS almost year. yearly. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So maybe this is on brand for them. I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. It rubs me the wrong way. But again, I'm, I'm not going to buy another one. Mine's fine. It's just it's just kind of annoying, I think. Yeah, it, it seems a little bit off. When you think of it, or if you think of it, as a true standalone console as opposed to a, a handheld thing. Like if the PS4 came out and... Barely two years later, they were already announcing like the PS4 Pro. Yeah. That would kind of rub you the wrong way. 
Now, when you have a 3DS and then a new 3DS and then a 3DS XL and then a 2DS <laughs> and whatever, it's like, okay, well, it's a handheld. I get there's going to be more of a, you know, there's a lot more things to change with it because it's an all-in-one unit, different form factors, different sizes, different this, that, whatever, as opposed to just a brick. I mean, not literally, but, you know, yeah. a, a PS4 or an Xbox or whatever. I don't know. I'm curious to see what it ends up being, but I can't imagine it's anything that I would care to get. No, not at this point. Like, I mean, if I never bit on a PS4 Pro, I can't imagine biting on a new Switch. What's kind of funny is one of the things they touted for some reason when that thing came out was, ooh, HD vibration, rumble, whatever. And now they're like, you you could tell how many ice cubes are in a glass by shaking it. And now they're like, yeah, we're probably not really going to use that anymore. So you don't need Nobody puts in games (laughs) anyway, so who cares? Yeah. It's like Kinect almost. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'm sure it'll be official. I don't know that it'll be E3. It seems like this might be a pre E3 thing, but who knows? Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons we waited to record until Monday night instead of Sunday night was because Sony was unveiling their state of play show, which is basically Sony finally doing Nintendo directs. I was very excited for this. And then the show happened and I was like, that sucked. So let's run through it real quick. There's some cool stuff in here, but overall, it's like if this is your first one, like give us something. They didn't give us something. Iron Man VR was announced for PlayStation VR. You getting this? Did you ever get Batman? I don't remember. No. I don't know if you can do it. When I heard about this Iron Man, I was like, holy crap. I looked at the video of it and like, eh, it just looks like a cheap. You just see his hand and he's like, Like you're flying behind an air. I mean, I don't know how much there is to the yeah. game, but what they show you're like flying behind an airplane and you're like shooting down other planes. I'm like, or other, I don't even know what it was. I don't know. It, it didn't. When I first heard about it, I was like, the, this is perfect. This yeah. makes perfect sense. And then I saw it and it just looks kind of, it almost looks like something that should be free, honestly. Yeah. Now, granted, this may turn out to be a huge, like a full game. I don't know. Right. It just strikes me as like, this could have been almost like Batman, like yeah. an early, early, early tech release thing. tech demo kind of thing. Eh, I don't know. I wish we'd get an Iron Man game. That's what I said about Anthem. Like, yeah. I'd rather just have an Iron Man game. Let us play as Iron Man. Uh, so there's that. Next up, they they, they showed some more cra- Crash Team Racing. I don't care about Crash Team Racing. Why why play Crash Team Racing when you can play Mario Kart? I, I have I've no never, idea. Somebody answered that for me. Seriously, if you like Crash Team Racing better than Mario Kart, Explain yourself. <laughs> that sounded Explain yourself. worse than I wanted it to. Uh, so we talked last week about No, Man, no Mansky's uh, Beyond update coming this summer. They announced No Mansky is getting PSVR support along with the Beyond update. That's pretty cool. No Man's Sky is made for PSVR. Yeah. Honestly, I think I thought it already had VR support. It kind of seems like it should. Yeah. But, yeah. So it's good. Again, it's a free update. So shout out to Sean Murray for sticking with it. Again, Campo Santo, I wish you would put a VR mode into Firewatch. Yes. Blood and Truth was announced coming out May 28th for PSVR. This is, if you have a PSVR, like this guy, and shout out to Adam Schifani, th- this is your direct. For somebody like me that doesn't have a VR, that's why I'm like, well, what the hell was this? This, yeah. this sucked. Blood and Truth is coming out May 28th. It's from the guys that did that, um, I think it was called The Getaway or something that little demo that they did for PSVR where it came out or the London heist or London getaway, something like that. I don't know. It looks like it's an action game in VR and 
it looks fun, but it also that, looks yeah, like it would that make one me, looks cool. To me. It also looks like it would make me sick though. If I just walk forward in Astrobot and I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm gonna die. I don't know how I could play that. Uh, Observation is a game coming out May 21st for PSVR. Um, you are the uh, you are the bat. You are the like the space station. Your Microsoft order. What the hell did Nick buy? It's probably the fort, the gift cards. Yeah. Oh, he probably just reclaimed those. What it was? You are like the spaceship. Like you, like it's almost. I don't know if you're Glados or whatever his name is from the Portal or something. But it's like you control the thing. Oh, he bought Runbow. Good for you, Nick. That, I've heard that game's fun. I feel like I haven't heard of it. It's fun. Well. Maybe we'll do a let's play. <laughs> um, so yeah, observations coming out. I don't really get it. Five Nights at Freddy's VR is announced. Hell no, that game sucks. Anyways, it's, but, yeah, I, I don't get it. Concrete Genie got a release window. It's out this fall in 2019, and it has PSVR mode included for free. Hmm. Cool game. I think that'll eventually be a PS Plus game though. There's a Mortal Kombat 11 trailer. Shout out to Nick Schifani. Uh, they showed older and newer versions of older and newer, younger versions of the character along with their current characters and stuff. Um, they they've said that time travel or something is going to factor into this thing. You need me to activate it? Oh no, it's it should. I be. don't. Know. I'm just. I'm having issues here. It should be. <laughs> um. So it was a cool trailer. Mortal Kombat's not for me, but I know Nick and a lot of people are super excited for it. And then it was over, and then that was it. And it was just like. They, they didn't really hype it up. They just announced it on Friday. But it's like, if this is your first thing copying the Nintendo Directs, I'm not saying I want it to be an hour because I don't. That These should be short, focused, cut out the fat, give release dates, blah, blah, blah. But again, since I don't own a PSVR, this really did nothing for me. Yeah, I was... My hype was pretty high for this and it didn't yeah. really deliver. As somebody that even has a PSVR, it still didn't really deliver. There's nothing that I'm like, oh my God, I can't wait for that. God yeah. have it. Nothing. And the last item on the news before we get to the wrap up. I told you we were chock full of news on this one. Konami might be doing something right for the first time in a very, very long time. This comes from IGN. Konami, in celebration of its 50th anniversary, will be releasing three anniversary collections that highlight Castlevania, Contra, and its arcade classics. These anniversary collections will be available digitally on PS4. What's happening? <laughs> I said PS4. Are you, are you having a PS4, stroke? Xbox One, Nintendo Switch, and PC, and will each include a bonus ebook that is, quote, packed with new information about the titles, including interviews with the development staff, behind the scenes insight, and sketches and design documents never before revealed to the public. The first collection available will be the, will be the Arcade Classics Anniversary Collection on April 18th. And it's for $19.99. You'll be able to play eight games from the 80s, including Haunted Castle, Typhoon, Nemesis, which I guess is also Gradius, Vulcan Venture, which is Gradius 2, and Life Force, which I guess is called Salamander. I don't know what they're doing here. <laughs> Thundercross, Scramble, and Twin B. Do you care anything about this collection? Not so much. Next up is the first, which they did say it's the first Castlevania collection, which is very awesome. The first Konami Castlevania collection will be available in early summer 2019 and is, quote, designed to be a completed, I think they mean complete, collection around the origins of the historic franchise. The Castlevania collection will feature eight games as well, but only four, Castlevania on the NES, Castlevania 2: Belmont's Revenge, 
the better Castlevania 2. Castlevania 3, Dark, 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 Dracula's Curse, <laughs> and Super Castlevania 4 have been announced. Lastly, the Contra Anniversary Collection will also arrive in early summer 2019 and will feature eight games, of which only four, Contra, the arcade version. That right alone kind of makes that me want to play. Yeah. yeah. Super Contra, the arcade version. Also, that makes me want to play it. I didn't know that was in the arcade. I knew the original was, but I didn't know Super C was. Yeah, I don't think I knew that either. Super C on the NES. Oh, okay, never mind. So Super Contra is different than Super C. And Contra 3, the Alien Wars have been announced. So Castlevania and Contra, they've only announced half the game so far. This celebration by Konami appears to be only the start of the re-release of some of its classics on modern consoles. It will hopefully lead to other collections, including one that celebrates the beloved Metal Gear franchise. I didn't write that. IGN wrote that. Sean, what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm lo- I wish we had more information. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like he said, at least Konami is doing something right for the first time and I, I don't know when the last five. time. Yeah, I guess that's that was it. probably the last time I had some. Well, Super Bomberman R. I'll give him that. That was fun. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Whew. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so let's. Uh, what I want to do real quick. Also, you're starting to get back in my good graces, Konami. This is good. The other good thing I like all this like ebook stuff that it comes with and everything. This looks like they're actually caring about these collections. Right. Whereas when they did uh, Symphony of the Night and Rondo of Blood on PS4, it was just here's these two games. Yeah. If you're on the menu, you can't even tell which one you're selecting. There's no extra info. It's just here's the games. We didn't do anything to them, whatever. So they're putting some care into this. That is good. One thing I want to do real quick. Let's. So we've got four Castlevania games and four Contra games. What do we think the other four are going to be? So far for the Castlevania, we've got Castlevania, Castlevania 2, Belmont's Revenge, Dracula's Curse, and Super Castlevania 4. We have to get Bloodlines in this, correct? I would think so, but it's kind of weird that they didn't announce it. But yeah, it's got to be. It's weird that like, I don't know that there's eight. Well, Because obviously I these are going to be 2D there? style. Yeah, what I want to see are I mean, some you know of what I mean? the... Not 2D, that, that, obviously, yeah, yeah. they're 2D. Non-Metroidvania is what they're going for with this first collection. That's what I'm... I don't know if I'd say more interested in, but... I kind of... Yeah. I want to play more of the non-Symphony Metroidvania games. Put out the next there's collection. There's at least two on Game Boy Advance. No, there's awesome. like four or five, I think. Well, no, but I mean... Yeah. But at oh, least they were, okay. were like fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... That's more of what I'm interested in. Do I need to own Castlevania 1 and 2? I don't need to own 2, but like 1 and 3 again. The pie. Mm. That's the thing that like, <laughs> I'm like, I've got the pie. There's probably nothing on this that I don't already have. Now, right. at least with Contra, it's, you know, the arcade version. Yeah. Is like, so that, that's kind of cool. I, I think what we end up getting, I think the other four games, I think they put Simon's Quest on there, unfortunately. I think they put... Bloodlines. I think they put Rondo of Blood. I don't know that they would put Rondo of Blood and Dracula X because Dracula X is just the Super Nintendo it's version there, of yeah. Rondo of Blood. But I don't know what else there is to to put on there, unless they do Castlevania One from the Game Boy. Also, if they're doing Castlevania Two, but uh, like, yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm I'm interested to see what the end package ends up looking like. But Contra. So we've got Contra, Super Contra, Super C, Contra Three. 
do we get Contra Force? Is that that other Nintendo one? With the big head mode? With like beans? <laughs> yes. And... You did that in the back of the box one time. <laughs> I was like, who the hell are these people? I I don't know. I don't even... Cons- I don't know if Contra even considers... I don't know if Konami... Considers that a Contra game. Yeah. yeah. It's just such a weird... It's like Mario 2. Like, it yeah. looks like it should have been another game, and then they just said Contra. Yeah. Uh, we got to get hardcore. We got to get hardcore. That one's for sure. Um, There were some good ones... Or, I don't know. At least one good one on PS2, Shattered Soldier. Shattered I think. Soldier. I, that's what I'm. Do they go beyond the 16 bit? I think for Contra, I think they you do. have to because you can't put Contra Four on this because that was a dual screen thing on the on the DS. There's no way to do oh, that. I don't even remember that. Yeah, um, I think we get hardcore. I think we get so the other games that are not on there so far. We've got Operation C, which was the Game Boy, right? Yeah, that was the Game Boy yeah. game. Contra Force, Contra Hardcore, Legacy of War for PlayStation and Sega Saturn. I feel like, yeah, so that was 3D. I don't think they'll do that. I think they're going to stick no. to the side-scrolling. Uh, yeah. The Contra Adventure, that was side-scrolling and 3D stages on PlayStation 1. Shattered Soldier on PlayStation 2. Oh, Neo Contra on PS2 was entirely overhead stages. That sounds horrible. I don't like that one bit. Yeah, that sounds odd. So I don't know. I, again, I don't know that there's eight games here either. Like, I think it's, well, unless you do Contra Force, Contra Hardcore, Shattered Soldier, then there's Contra Rebirth. What the hell is Contra Rebirth? That's, uh, isn't that a remake of something? 2D running and developed by M2 and published by Konami for WiiWare. It's the 12th original installment in the Contra series. It was released oh, in Japan. WiiWare. Yeah. It was a WiiWare game. But it may have, I think it was original, but it was kind of a weird, it was like an indie. Maybe that's the other one then. Maybe they do Maybe. that. Although it's WiiWare, there's no way they would put that out. Oh my God, Colin Jost and Michael Che are in the Andre Battle Royal. WWE is so stupid. We're going to have 17 matches. You're going to have some stupid comedy guys that aren't even funny competing in the thing. For some reason, Braun Strowman is fighting with these idiots. Did you see how Brandon Strat, he like, he ripped apart that car and they already had a toy up of it. Like, hmm, this was very spontaneous. So anyways, back to current events. I'm excited for these collections. At least they're doing the right thing. I don't know that I'll end up getting any of them because I have the means to play all these games already, but at least they're doing the right thing. Put the Contra, no, the Metal Gear Legacy Collection on PS4, or at this point, PS5 also. Let me play Metal Gear Two and three and four on my PS4. And one. I mean, you know what I mean. But like, I don't know why I skipped that. Let me play all the Metal Gears in the Legacy <laughs> Collection on my PS4. It's not that hard. It can't be that hard. Stupid cell process. Well, four may be difficult. A stupid cell process. <laughs> God. And the wrap up. I can- <coughs> the Oculus Rift S was announced. It's coming soon for $399. And it comes with two Oculus Touch controllers. There's only one wire. There are no external sensors. It does plug into a PC. The resolution was raised to 1440i in each eye. That's funny. <laughs> um, seems cool. But they also announced the Oculus Quest, which is completely wireless. Hmm. Doesn't tether to a PC at all. Not via dongle. Not via Bluetooth. Nothing. It's just, this is it. And you guys are all in one. Yeah. And Greg was saying he played with Beat Saber. And he's like, okay, where's the PC? And they're like, there's no PC. He's like, well, how, the hell, how the hell did you do that? Like yeah. that's some, and if it's, I think it's also going to be three ninety nine. If it's, 
It seems like it might be a little bit higher quality than the PSVR, but nowhere near the Oculus or the Vive or anything like that. That interests me. Like if I could just have yeah. a PSVR thing, and but the, I don't. Well, I guess I've got a PC to like download stuff to it and stuff. Like how big? How does the hard drive work? I I don't know. No idea. NPD February numbers came out. Switch was once again the number one selling console. Software goes as follows. The number one selling game was Anthem. So everybody mm-hmm. complains about it and everybody bought it. Jump Force was number two. Well, you got to buy it to complain about it, right? I, I complain about it. Well, but you don't have anything to complain about. No, I know. You're just secondhand complaining. I am. <laughs> <laughs> no, but that was one of the things somebody... I, who was, it was Solar. This? It was Solar, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Jump Force was number two. Kingdom Hearts 3 was number three. Far Cry New Dawn, number four. Red Dead Redemption 2 at five. RE2 Remake at six. Smash Ultimate at number seven. Metro Exodus at eight. NBA 2K19 at nine. And Blops 4 was number 10. Uh, Nintendo released their best-selling Switch indie titles, and they are as follows in no order, apparently. They're, they're not... And they're not ranked, but then, like, why wouldn't you just put them in alphabetical order? So I actually think these are ranked. <laughs> Stardew Valley, Hollow Knight, Overcooked 2, Undertale, Dead Cells, Enter the Gungeon, Graceful Explosion Machine, Celeste, Golf Story, and Overcooked 1. It's just interesting to me there's no Shovel Knight or The Messenger on there. Maybe well, Shovel Knight, everybody's already bought it by the time the Switch came out. And Messenger. It's only been out for yeah, it been out six very months. Long. Yeah. Has well, it even been that long? When did I go to Geneseo? It must have been July. Because I played it on the way to Geneseo. It was that long ago? Yeah. Hmm. That doesn't seem right. It is weird. And I'm playing it again. <laughs> <coughs> Xbox Game Pass is getting Deus Ex Mankind Divided, Edith Finch, Walking Dead Michonne, Vampire, and Marvel vs. Capcom Infinite this month. God of War... Took home another Game of the Year award at GDC for the GDC Game of the Year. Yeah. I will like to keep saying that because it's better than Red Dead. Control was announced to be coming out August 27th on PS4, X-Bone, and PC. Control is this game from Remedy, the studio. The, the, this game. Do you remember seeing this game where you like control? <laughs> you control like everything in the game and you can move stuff and it's like really psych. It's almost like Inception meets like, I don't know. It looks hmm. cool. I'm not going to buy it. Yeah. But it's officially coming out August 27th. Hmm. Samurai Showdown is coming out in June for PS4 and X-Bone. Switch, it will be out in Q4. PC, they have no idea when it's coming out <laughs> is what they said. It looks beautiful. I would love for it us to, to, to get codes for that and, and, and mess around with it. And Sony announced, and this was actually reported by Wario over the weekend, I think, and it was just confirmed before it went on the air. Uh, Sony is no longer selling digital copies of games as of April 1st anywhere but PlayStation Network. So you won't be able to go into GameStop and buy a digital code. I don't know why you would. Uh, yeah. But you if can't go, go all the way to <laughs> But now the one thing, Amazon, that does kind of suck because sometimes Am- Amazon does sell digital codes. And this is all, yeah. that's different than GameStop. Well, I didn't mean in GameStop. It, GameStop.com is what I meant. You don't go in there and be <laughs> okay. like, I mean, that's excuse a me, sir, I would like a code. I'm an idiot. I don't know why. <laughs> um, but like Amazon does digital sales all the time. Yeah. So that it just sucks. It's just weird. Sony, you keep like, 
everything Xbox is trending like this for the Xbox two and PS five is trending like this. If you're listening on audio services, I was, was up, up for Xbox was down. Yeah. Like why are you doing this stupid stuff? Yeah. I just feel like <clears throat> I just, I feel like they're way too cocky. I feel like they're way too cocky. I don't know. We'll see what happens. Sean, did you know that it's time of the week? the did you know section of the podcast i did know that now let me see which one i want to do today i need to refresh my list because i'm running out of things to did you know about <laughs> sean did you know <clears throat> the second quest in the original in the original zelda was a mistake they didn't plan on i do feel it. like i've heard this before but go on One of the most mind-blowing aspects of The Legend of Zelda back in the day was that beating the game unlocked an entire second quest, not just a harder difficulty level like in Super Mario. Check out Mario Mondays for that nonsense. We beat that damn thing. Hashtag save states. Hashtag we were not drunk. No, but we sure seemed that way. (laughs) A whole new game with new dungeons and everything. Well, it turns out the second quest owes its existence to a programming mistake. Once the game was almost finished, the developers discovered it only used half as much data as they thought that it would. Nintendo was in the habit of using every last byte available cartridge capacity, so Zelda co-designer Takashi Tezuka decided to essentially double the length of the game to eat up the space. So once they realized they made the game and it didn't take up everything on the cart, they were like, well, crap. Now, I don't buy that for one second. All right, go ahead and make another second quest. That Zelda, being a relatively early... NES game that they could make Zelda and it would not take up the entire cartridge, but a game like Joust or something would. I don't believe that all these games coming before that were using the entire cartridge worth of space. No, I think they're just saying for this, for this Nintendo specifically. So I guess they're saying like Super Mario Brothers took Uh, the entire cart. Just first-party Nintendo games. That was Nintendo's okay. mantra. It's like, we're then, paying yeah, for all of yeah, this yeah. space, all of this, like, four megs, <sighs> expensive hard drive space. Right. You know, hard drive space. You know what I mean. Four meg. It was probably, like, 500 I was going to say, Super Nintendo <laughs> games were four megs. It was yeah. probably not even one meg. Um, but I just thought that was interesting. That, like, and I, if you didn't know, obviously, I don't I can write now. That's weird. Kevin, wait. I don't know. I could do that on a note. If you didn't know. Where else would you do it? That's like the main well, place because you, you can't hear it scrolls up here. So uh, I don't know how I activated this down here. <laughs> I don't know what happened. If you didn't know, you can go, if you play Zelda 1, just if you make your name Zelda, you can skip right to the second quest. I feel like everybody should know that by now, but it is extremely difficult. If you play the second quest, play it with a guide. Actually, if you play the first quest, play it with a guide if you've never played it because now, it do is you, very obtuse. Do you stand by your claim that you beat the master quests on rnes i find that hard to believe <clears throat> after playing modern warfare and realizing <laughs> i never played that game no i don't stand by it anymore because i have no idea i haven't beaten it on my 3ds it I is know that tough i beat it on an emulator with like save, save just save. constant yeah. yeah like it is difficult i do not believe that you would have beaten it i don't know that i did we did de- i definitely made my way through it but i don't know that i ever beat it yeah yeah i don't think you did I thought I played Modern Warfare. It's tough to beat level one. Like, oh, I know. I get, starts I get off very difficult. One. And I don't know. Do you know in the second quest, 
Are you able to get two extra heart pieces to get the white sword before you go to the first dungeon like mm-hmm. you can in the main quest? Because that, that would make a hell of a difference if you can get the white sword and two extra hearts. Right. And, you know, go do the money run, buy a big shield, all that other stuff. Yeah, I don't know. <coughs> you might be able to. But really? I don't think I did, which may have been why it was so difficult. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure. I have. To, I want to go back. We got to go back. I want. I do want to try it. Maybe I'll do it on my trip. But I'm going to play Link to the Past. That's it, everybody. This has been episode 129 of the Two Player Co-op Podcast. Thank you guys so much for being there, hanging out with us, and hanging in here with us. Also, in <laughs> in and out, in and out burgers. Uh, of course, you can find us at Nerd 901. Go over there for all things nerdy in Memphis and around the Mid South area. Uh, make sure you check out Ernie. He's over. I don't, is he over twenty three thousand now? It was twenty two a couple days ago. Probably. Ernie's just awesome. Uh, oh, speaking of that, we will have a special bonus episode here in a week and a half. What time? What day is it? Yeah, twenty fifth. About a week and a half. The Friday before WrestleMania, we'll have our WrestleMania predictions mega cast bonus episode going up. So be looking for that. Uh, it looks like we've got a fatal four way for that podcast. So I'm very excited about that. Obviously, you can find us on Twitter. I'm at Kevin White twenty four. He's at Real Sean White. Together, we're at uh, at two player underscore co op. Uh, like I said, it, it, go to youtube.com slash two player co op. <laughs> Falling apart. Hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Even if you never go there and you just listen to us on audio services, it would mean the world to us if you'd go over youtube.com slash two player co op. Hit that subscribe button. We really appreciate it. If you do like audio, and I know Sean does. I love audio. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google, Spotify, Stitcher, and other audio services around the globe. Thank you guys so much for being here. This was a good episode. I told you we were chock full of nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That coffee is so gross. (laughs) It's so gross. I'll never... Why is it... Chock full of beans. I guess it just doesn't sound as good as being chock full of nuts. (laughs) I don't know. I don't know. Anyways... That's it for 129. Come back for 130 next week. But until that time, Sean, go ahead, take us out. Thank you for playing. Nuts.